accountability by definition is a vulnerable process. I'm going to understand how vulnerability works. Empathy fuels connection. Connection is why we're here. Tell the story of who you are with your full heart. Vulnerability and tenderness are important. You cannot selectively numb emotion. <laughs> What's up, Don? You alright? Well, hello, hello. All is well. It is? All is well. How have you been? I've been okay. Yeah? We doing our mental, checking our mental capacity? Nope. My name is Ryan. <laughs> and I am Lady Don. <laughs> Welcome to Ryan's room. Hello, hello. Um, Yeah, we could do our mental capacity right Welcome now. back, Ryan. What's up? Let's check your mental capacity. Oh, I was to say, damn, like, what happened? What did I do? I know, I got so serious. Yeah, you did. Sorry. What's up? I just want to see how you doing, how you've been this past I, week. Uh, I'm all right. Yeah, like, I'm always looking at the glass half full. We know that. I'm all, I'm good. Um, yeah, uh, ups and downs. That's okay. a, that's life, but I get through it, and then I move on. Okay. <laughs> do we need to do some unpacking here? <laughs> Is there some unpacking We can needed? unpack. What's up? What you I'm just saying, about? We, we, we talking about your mental capacity. You seemed a little um, apprehensive there. You, oh, okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. Apprehensive. Should we go into definitions? No, 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 oh. no. I just say I like that. <laughs> yeah. You use our vocabulary. Yes. That's right. Sometimes you got to tap in. <laughs> Somebody asked me, they was like, do you always be this formal or like when I'm, when I'm speaking or whatever? And it was over text. And then I was like, well, I try to use my education. Right. <laughs> like, I ain't going to school for nothing. <laughs> I try to use my education. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. But yeah. all is well. Yeah. Okay. I mean, when you think about certain things in life, it gets you down. Of course. But then it pick you pick yourself back up. That's right. Like I ain't gonna lie, like I've been tired for so long. Tired. Mm. Like I feel like we don't have enough hours in a day mm-hmm. to do what we need to do. That's real. And I only get like a few hours of sleep at night. What's a few hours? Like four, five, about five, six. Okay, so we're all in the same boat here. Yeah, but I need more. We we all need more. Yeah, we all we need got more. big things coming, and well, p- people in life need more hours of sleep. We only sometimes get two, three hours of sleep. I know, but you be rejuvenated after that, like cat nap. Mm-hmm. And like, damn, and you I wake can... up feeling energetic. Yeah, I don't <laughs> you know be ready why. to take over the world. No, that ass. But then by the end of the day, you'd be tired. <laughs> like, and you the next be day, drained. Like I be drained every morning, and I try to because I drink coffee and I okay, and it picks me up. But then I'm like, okay, that two o'clock wall. Not even two. I'm How? talking about like ten. Oh, ten a.m. I'm tra- cause well, I get what up. What time do you wake up? Six. Okay. Forty-five. Okay. And then um, I got to go do the thing with the kids. Yep. And then while I'm over there, I just drink coffee. I get one. I go to Big B, get one tall glass of yeah. coffee, or a cup of coffee, and then by ten a.m., that's when the kids is waking up. Right, <laughs> and I'll be like, "It's not time for that." I'm like, "Yo, I am tired, man. I be drained." That's understandable. And then they go on virtual all like until Thanksgiving. They go on virtual every day. Oh, and now they got to be on Zoom meetings at certain times. And wow, that's I'm a like, change. It's a change. That yeah. shit is. Oh my god! So, I'm drained. You're tired. I'm drained. I'm drained. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we gonna have to figure out a way to get you some rest. I get rest here and there. 
No, I mean like a consistent day, you know, because I always say men need to know their worth, but sometimes men need a break, like a spa day. You the type, you're open to that. I think you, he'd be open to that. You know, my, my um, Brittany just asked me that the other day. She said, um, how do you self-care? Right. And I said, uh, a pod, podcast. Right. I'm sorry, for people that don't know pod, I mean, because I be saying that a lot, <laughs> but a pod, uh -huh. um, some people might be thinking I'd be pottying on myself. <laughs> <laughs> I pod. I pod. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I pod. Mommy, I pod. But um, uh. I do that. I uh, read books because I like okay. to educate myself. Of course. And I like to know certain things. And then what else do I do? I don't let things in my presence that isn't beneficial to me. So it, certain type of energies. Absolutely. That's, so, that's key. Yeah. And then I do something once a week that I enjoy doing. Okay. So I go skating. All right. Did so, you go skating this week? Or yeah, I went skating last Sunday. Really? Yeah. And how was it? It was cool. It was it was cool. It's like it was the adult night and it was black people and I was in Lansing, so um it, it wow. wasn't too many people. It was probably like thirty people at the most and it was it was dope. Okay. It was dope, man. You and like it, people. Did you talk network or get to know no, people? No, I didn't. Why wow, you just was in Because I was zone. the first time there and I was just like, you know, let me I knew certain people there. Okay. Um Casanova's brother, Dominique. Yep. He was the, not Dominique, the youngest one. Oh, I don't know. I just know Casanova and Dominique. Oh, okay. Well, it, I don't think it was Dominique. It was somebody. But um, I knew him and, and we said what up to each other. And then okay. I knew somebody I used to work with, but they didn't recognize me, but I recognized them. Mm -hmm. And I was just, you know what I'm saying, just vibing. And um, I didn't talk to people, but when I left, this older gentleman, his wife was like, I held the door open for him as they walked out. He's like, all right, man. Um, See you next weekend. Oh. And I'm like, yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll that's the spot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's something I can just do. You know what I'm saying? Late I'm night, 8 to 11, out. Sunday nights. Sunday? Yeah, Sunday nights, 8 to 11. You know what I'm saying? So, it was it was a vibe. But that's what I do to self-care. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Yeah. How's your mental capacity? Mental capacity today. You know, I'm I'm in a good place. I always say that I feel like, but I am in a good place. This whole thing with the selection has me a little on edge, a yeah. little uneasy. Mm -hmm. Um but I am I'm I'm pretty much in a good space. I'll be in turned up and turned out at the polls and so I'm looking forward to uh what Albion could be in the near future here. That has me excited more so than anything, but yeah. I'm I'm making it. Staying busy, I get tired. I don't sleep enough, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, in due time, it'll all pan out. Like I said, we have a lot going on, so yeah, everything will pan out the way that it's supposed to. And uh, yeah, how you feel about good. the election? I feel like all of the people who talked so much crap about the electoral college mm -hmm. in the past. Now see what it feels like to be on the other side of the table. I feel like a lot of people are saying it was rigged or, you know, it Trump is being cheated out of whatever. But it's just he he's such a narcissist that he can say, oh, I'm going to sue these people because they're cheating. Yeah. And everybody behind them blindly like, yeah, they cheated. And that's just not even how the story goes. Yeah. Um. I remember when Barack won, 
people are, oh, the electoral college isn't fair. It needs to be changed. Da, 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 da. And those are the same people who are like, this isn't fair. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It needs to be changed. But when, when Trump won initially, and a lot of us I know were like, okay, this electoral college thing is getting out of control. Yeah. They were like, no, it works. Yeah. Whatever. So yeah. that's how that has me feeling. And I understand that in the whole grand scheme of life, it is what it is mm-hmm. um, as far as national politics. I do have my beliefs on that. I love politics. I ain't gonna lie to you. See, I used to love politics, but it's so it's so messy. Like, it is so messy. And it's just, mm, the greater good of the people really isn't what's being looked at nine times out of ten. And I think that's what's frustrating for me because I like to be, like, hopeful and have this pretty image of what the world could be. But anytime you bring politics into it, it's gonna get nasty. Yeah. You know? And, um... It's not always going to benefit the greater good. Someone's losing at the end of the day and someone's going to be unhappy and someone's going to throw fit. And I don't know. I appreciate politics. I don't love it like I used to. I love politics in the sense of um, like diplomacy. Okay. Um, I like the um, damn like foreign affairs. Okay. Stuff like that. Like, What is it about that? Those things that you like? Honestly, it's a it's a it's a um, it's a game. It is. It's a big chess game. Yeah, it is. So that's one thing I enjoy about it. Okay. It's always a like a quid pro quo. Yes. So to say. Yep. Okay. So um yeah, so like you scratch my back, I scratch your yep. back type thing. Yeah. And I and not to say that I like that, like maybe I do like No, that. you do, and that's okay. I'm talking about like with people. Yeah. That's like, okay. You said some things to me that had me thinking like, ah, oh, shit, this is exactly what I don't like about politics. <laughs> and he's like, sometimes no, it like, is necessary. Yeah, sometimes, see, and that's what I like about politics. Like, I learned I don't House think of I Cards like the, was like my shit. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the general public has a lot of knowledge of House of Cards because yeah. I'm definitely grateful for um, my sister having me watch House of Cards. Yeah. Um, in school, when I was studying political science, they literally teach you how to manipulate mm. and how to deceive and really how to get what you want. And I mean, these are like vocabulary words. And then you look into the meaning and I was like, hold on a minute. Nothing about politics is honest. No, it's not. And I think that's what turned me off. Oh, okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. But sometimes those things are necessary. Those tactics, even if you have pure intentions and you operate in that way, sometimes it's necessary in order to make things happen. And I do understand that. Because it's deceitfulness with a purpose. It's a means (laughs) to an end. Because you, well, me personally, I don't like politics because I'm a deceitful person. I'm a conniving manipulator. I'm not that. But you have to turn into that. That's right. For people, because people are that. C- right. Certain people are that. Right. And you have to play and talk that language in yep. order to get what you want. Yeah. So you may be doing it, maybe. So it's just like a defense lawyer. You have to, like, you probably know your client is guilty, but that's not your concern. Your concern is being a defense lawyer, arguing. And winning. Yeah, arguing your, your client's case and winning the case. He may be guilty, mm-hmm. but you have to lie or you have to deceit. 
And you know, I think it's funny, right? Because mm-hmm. even when you say lie, it's a lot of times it's not really lying. So you can ask a politician, you can ask a lawyer, um, hey, what do you feel about <laughs> what do you feel about pollution? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and this may be somebody who's literally directly causing pollution and harmful things to happen in this Mm -hmm. world and they're fighting for um, businesses or entities to still have their right to pollute the earth they are going to say Mm -hmm. something along the lines of well of course we all know pollution is very bad for um, the environment however what my clients are trying to do today here is helpful because it employs they literally directly address like Okay, we know pollution is bad, but on the flip side, here are the things that we're trying to do to make life better. Right. And then they sell you this whole beautiful story, and then you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. And you forget about pollution in, it, in, in, in all of its glory, <laughs> no, and they do. don't really answer the question. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what they do Because they divert your attention Somewhere else That's right They deflect a lot That's what it is Yeah that's all it is Yeah <laughs> So yeah like, I love politics So yeah I've been watching CNN Like for the past week Okay Just refresh And, and just to hear What people say And CNN and Fox Because I want to get That other perspective Right I want to see what people Are saying Like when you watch Fox Yo they be on there Like them pundits They be on there Yeah they do Like mad because yeah, Donald do. Trump lost. No, seriously. And I'm like, man. It becomes inter like okay, we all we've said this before, but infotainment. Mm-hmm. But it definitely is intriguing how passionate and how opinionated these people are. Of course. Of of things that aren't even facts anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's it's amazing. I know last night they had conflicting numbers because CNN claimed this state or like Fox claimed a state yeah. and it wasn't like yeah. Hey, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but it's um, interesting. It right is. now, though, it is looking like Joe Biden has two hundred and sixty-four electoral college votes. Yes, sir. Okay, and Donald Trump is at two fourteen. So, when they say the electoral college votes, how many electoral college votes are there out there? Left. No, no, no. Or just in general. In general, they have to have two hundred and seventy in order to win. So, but in totality, there are a total of 538 electoral college votes in the electoral college. Okay. Yes. So, break it down. How does the electoral college work? Do you know? Um, from what I know is that for each or for so many votes, it counts as one electoral college vote. Each state, I want to say depending on, please do not quote me on this. Depending on, um, I'm looking at this here now, but depending on, um, I want to say population, each state has X amount of electoral college votes. So, so uh, I see something that's, that it gives me how many states or how many votes are in each state. Yeah, let's definitely talk about that. Okay. Um, so Alabama has nine. Okay. Alaska has three. Arizona has 11. Arkansas has six. California has 55. Wow. And this is... Electoral college votes. And that, again, is based on population. How many electoral Uh, college votes you get? Well, this is how many votes are in the state. I don't know how they break it up and see, like, I know it said, I seen Maine, and I think Maine had four and okay joe biden won three out of the four right, votes. right so i was wondering how they calculated that like how do you get three out of four votes 
I think that's the majority of the vote. If X amount of people vote okay. for you, then that counts as yeah. an electoral college vote. Okay. Okay, cool. But yeah, it, it's a lot of votes out there. Mm-hmm. So I think, I don't know, does it like matter how many representatives you have versus how many... Um, Damn, but I, even that depends on population. Yeah. So yeah. essentially, that's what it will boil down to. Mm-hmm. Because Texas has thirty-eight. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Then. And Michigan, we live in Michigan, so Michigan has sixteen. Yep. Damn, California has fifty-five. Yeah, fifty-five. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, but wow. Um, how, so how do you feel about that about electoral college uh for for so long i always thought that the president i mean the people picked the president mm-hmm. but it comes to find out that the electoral college right. picks the president and i don't know not knowing how the votes work mm-hmm. I, I really can't form an opinion but i don't like it I would, I would rather for the population to pick it you know what i'm saying just true popular vote popular vote yeah no. because that happened in the last like election uh-huh. right mm-hmm. she won the popular vote but lost the electoral college yeah. vote yeah see and then it, it, it's like politics because for so long they always say our vote matters and we pick we picked the president that's right so but on the flip side of that you have a lot of people who say well the presidents are already predetermined they mm-hmm. all come from the same bloodline one way or another yeah and uh it's predestined and the people who control this world are the people who designate who's going to be next as far as i want to know who the people are that control the world you don't know the actual people you want to know them like i want to know who they are like okay not like the Rothschilds and yes but that's who it is because those families are the ones who own the banks and media both the Rothschilds the Rockefellers there's like six or seven families and they literally own each major media company and two the banks Mm -hmm. so with that what did the guy say if you can control jp morgan yeah if you can control the finances or the the banks then you can control the world like you have the power which is why we go to war with so many different countries and we think it's because they just bad no they don't want the u.s currency Mm. and then we like oh yeah i want to fuck with us so then we gonna take yours and blow you up and bomb you and fight a war and, and create a war. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. I mean, it's all part of what, we, what we're what we doing. <laughs> it is because that's <laughs> it trauma. It is, but it's just like, it's huge trauma. And a lot of people don't really even know these things yeah. or are aware. It's a little scary. Sometimes I don't want to talk about it, but it just is what it is. Yeah. So if you know, you know. And if you don't know, please get hip. Look it up. The, it's out there it's not a secret these aren't conspiracy theories these are legitimate facts that you can you can look these things up and see who owns this who owns that and it all comes down to these same uh six or seven families there was a rapper that dated or married is married to a Rothschild. oh which rapper um jay electronica seriously married to a Rothschild. and erica badu still alive 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all, but yeah. they have a baby together. Yeah. So, <laughs> and her and her spirituality, and like, no wonder she got to stay protected and and guarded. And she, she got her ancestors on her side, yeah, so man. I ain't even worried about it. But yep, she he's married to a Rothschild. Wow, I wonder how that has changed his life. Probably for the I ain't gonna say for the better, but financially better. I'm sure they have a whole prenup. He ain't getting nothing. I don't know, but even not even so, like they even gonna they keep their money in that family. He black. He black black. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't know how the dynamics of the relationship works, but I'm pretty sure he gets money or he can he can tap into the money while they're married. I need to look at trips him a are paid bit for more certain things are paid for like well yeah. They own the they own the, the what is it the treasury That's or what I'm saying. <laughs> the they, U.S. Department loan, of Treasury y'all how you loan the United States money to get it started you know what I'm saying mm, like, that's what they were it's a whole private entity but yeah they got a show on it um on Netflix do they please put the founding fathers of uh, founding fathers of America that's right yep. if y'all don't know J P Morgan is on there yep. the Ro- Rockefeller the Rothschild yep. um the dude that did the trains. Like the, I forgot oh, who was the train. Um, and then the guy, Vanderbilts. Yep, the Vanderbilts. Yeah. Um, person that did the steel. Uh, I think that was either Rockefeller. Rockefeller. Somebody did steel. Yep. Somebody did the train. Mm-hmm. Somebody did uh, oil. Mm-hmm. I think that was Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. Listen. And then um, something. But they all started America. He know y'all when yeah. we talk about these people who own these banks and media companies. He just named them. <laughs> Walt he literally Disney. just named him. Disney owns everything. Who owns Disney though? ABC. But who owns ABC? So that's another one of those families. That's what I'm saying. Like, cause I'm di- gonna tell you, too. Disney owns all of the media. Uh huh. ESPN, ABC, uh-huh. Disney, uh, Viacom. Like, no, and that is it. They it's own- who owns Viacom, National Amusements, and so da, 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 that's who owns wait i thought this is sherry redstone now fully controls viacom has paramount pictures cbs and all of those so who owns um so that's what i'm saying disney owns a lot more because they own espn they own disney they own abc they own i think nickelodeon i think yeah. they own a lot more but that is what does studios corporate do 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 y'all 69 billion dollars for their 2019 revenue 69 billion billion that ain't even what what's the name made a trip wait he made we talking about bezos yeah oh hundred million that's my that's my background this man (laughs) makes 13.4 million dollars an hour two hundred and twenty two thousand dollars a minute $3,715 $3,715 a second. Okay. Nah. The largest single day increase in Bezos net worth is $13 billion. Anyway, so. And he's still the richest man after giving his wife, his wife half. <laughs> How did that work? <laughs> I wouldn't even okay. care. I wouldn't even <laughs> care. Yo, give her half. I don't care. I got a, I got 50 billion still. Yeah. I'm still the richest man in the world. In the world. And he's going to be the richest man again this year after Black Friday. Oh, should we? Should we but he's not we? even participating in Black Friday, he said. So he's not going to do any Black Friday sales. Yeah, that's what he said. Wow. And Amazon's still going to be booming. 
I know they're gonna do Cyber Monday. Yeah, so people still gonna shop. They're gonna do Cyber Monday. Yeah. Robert Iger is the executive chairman of Disney, but no, I need to know um, what Disney owns. Who owns Disney? I'm pretty sure it's like a a company that owns that has stake in Disney because Walt Disney is dead, and I don't think his children owns it. Mm mm. I was watching Sleeping Beauty last night, <laughs> the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I was. In in the dwarfs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I was coming off of watching Maleficent. Oh, that yeah. movie is good as hell. That movie is really good. Yeah, I watch both of them with my kids because that's what we do. Like every time we um like done with homework and everything, we will sit down and um watch movies. watch a movie. Yeah. Oh. So we was watching Maleficent. And then I fell asleep And then we watched Maleficent 2 And I was like Oh this shit is dope it's So then dope. I went back Last night and watched Maleficent uh-huh. The one, the first one And then I'm like Oh this is Sleeping Beauty So yep. I went and watched Sleeping Beauty yep. The cartoon version I'm like Oh yeah It's lit Isn't it Isn't it Isn't it so creepy though How like When you see the in-person version Of these yeah. cartoons And it's real life Scary No it is It definitely is It's real life scary Like they put a curse On this girl Yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and he got the seven dwarves. Yeah. It's not funny, but they all have each different personalities and they all mm-hmm. represent different things. Mm-hmm. It yeah. ain't all chippery and cheery no, like no, 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 Sleeping no. Beauty, but <laughs> Malefic- Ma- Mal- Maleficent. Maleficent is actually really good. Yeah, it is. So, it is. I really need we to know. We totally this. got off our off we, we definitely got sidetracked, <laughs> and that's totally fine. We do that from time to time. We were talking about Disney, so it's only right. Um, I really need to know this. So that's gonna bug you. It really is gonna bug me. Um, mass media entertainment and predecessor Laughagram Studio founded founders headquarters. Um, key people anyway guys we can come back to this and we can drop this in the notes um (laughs) if you'd like of who actually owns because they have subsidiaries and different things like that Mm -hmm. and that's a lot of what we talked about but i want to know who owns this company what company what parent company um owns disney and then who owns that parent company that's that's really what i want to know so if you know the answers and if it's not in the in in the info attached to this please let us know um i promise we not as ignorant as we come off as but it's fine though it is okay it's fine (laughs) it's gonna bother me but it is okay so all right we back Brief After intermission. That long tangent. <laughs> yeah. We went on a long tangent. Brief intermission. So. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't change or uh, clothes today. <laughs> Yo, when I went back and watched that video, I'm like, did I just change clothes in the middle of the podcast? <laughs> what, what happened? Did you take off a hoodie or take off a I shirt? I took off or my like, uh, camouflage. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's but, okay. Yeah. Who are you rocking today? Top soon still. Top soon. Mm-hmm. I, I told you this. 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 Season I'm gonna rock just like one brand, one brand. and then next season I'm gonna rock another brand. I'm Added working switching on switching it up. Yeah, yeah. I'm working on building my collection right now. Nice. So yeah, and next season it's gonna be it's gonna be something. Uh, I'm I, I'm looking forward to next season because I got I kind of got an idea of yeah. what you're gonna pull out. Yeah. If it's the guy from the pop up okay. shop, <laughs> then I am so here for that. Yeah. Um, I might get one one hoodie. But I've been mixing it up. So today that, I have my make. I make my moves in silence, 
Um, and she also has Solo, which she tagged here. But that's uh, Kelly Brown, and she is out of Detroit. So definitely look her up. She most recently had an article in the Wall Street Journal, people. Mm. Okay, because she make her moves in silence. And she also um, taps into the real estate market and did her thing. So we rock in. I make my moves in silence. And if you know me, then you know that is my motive. Yeah, so that's dope. It looks yeah. dope. I thought it was Ivy Park when I first seen it. And I'm like, who is Ivy Park? Beyonce. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Ivy, I should have figured. Ivy Park. Um, But yeah, we got the, the hoodie on deck. I got a shirt on deck. We you got know who the you hat. look like right now? Who? Janet. Oh, you nasty boy. Uh, Ow. <laughs> Janet Jackson. Yes. Hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, you look like her in that control video. Control. And I have the I make my moves in silence mask. So oh, that's dope. Good looking out on that. I'm I'm very, very, very excited to be repping her today. So um So today's episode. Today. After this thirty minute tangent, tangent that right. we were on. <laughs> what are we talking about today? We are going to highlight um we briefly touched on this in the past, the five stages which had been expanded yeah. to the seven stages of grief. Um we definitely after talking to my friend's yes. therapist. Yes. She said that it's five. Yeah. But seven are interchangeable. So certain which makes people sense. certain people go through different stages of grief, but it's only five. But Five you can, real stages. Yeah, but you can substitute two of them out or all of them out because certain people go through certain different stages. If okay. that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. So the five stages are denial. We have anger. We have bargaining, depression, and acceptance. What's listed here that it was a modified version by um, Kubler-Ross model it has shock as one. And then before acceptance, it has testing. And that is just seeking realistic solutions. So for her to say that, and she's going to be with, on with us next week to further discuss this, yep. correct? Yep. So um, I can see how those things can be interchangeable. Right. That's for sure. So right. um, let's jump into them. Okay. So we won't spend a lot of time on shock or testing, but... I think we all do initially go through some type of shock mm -hmm. when something traumatic happens in our life and or death or um, divorce or we break up with friends or yeah. we lose um, loved ones and they may not have passed, but people move on, you know, lost, breakups. Lost period right. is a death. Oh, yeah, because it's like even if it's a relationship, you lose in a relationship, and it's it's dead now. The relationship is dead, so everything, every loss is a death. Personally, I feel like I, I agree <laughs> with you. I feel that that's real. I personally feel like every that's loss real. is a death. So, that's so real. Even through those losses, like you can go through these stages. You can go through these stages. Some people probably don't even recognize it though. Yeah, like cause shock. Um, even in a breakup that I went through, shock. Oh, I, I probably stayed there for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Like, what does shock look like, though? So initial paralysis, hearing the bad news. So it's not even really a, an emotional response. It's just you feel nothingness. It's just like, Ooh. oh, wait, this this happened. And then you're going through 
and you just keep going and it's just like i, I should be pre-shock. sad not sad okay yeah i go through pre-shock i hate when women say we need to talk oh don't don't do that to me <laughs> i think i did that to you before and i was like wait no yeah because i'm like <laughs> it's not bad like my heart stopped i'm like whoa what's about to happen yeah like, i don't like that like if you tell me we need to talk just talk about it mm-hmm. right then and there like mm-hmm. don't sit and don't make an appointment and say hey let's talk at seven o'clock tonight <laughs> no nigga talk to me now sometimes though pray for me now for, <laughs> right now <laughs> but so, sometimes sometimes it may not be the right time so it's almost like a reminder so like, they don't tell me hey we need to talk no 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 no. don't tell me don't tell me because i'm gonna be worried about it facts i'm gonna okay. be like okay well we need to talk about what the hell did i do like i hope it's good yeah it's like good. what the what the fuck so don't tell me for anybody out there don't tell me like yo we need to talk no Tell me now. Just let's have a conversation. Yeah, let's just let's talk Respect. about it now. If not, don't say nothing until you want to talk about it. Oh my god. Yeah, so I go through pre-shock. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Even when do you feel like when there has been losses in your life, do you understand like or have you experienced shock, or do you think it's straight denial, which is trying to avoid the inevitable? No, I go through shock. Looking back on life, like I I've, I've went through shock. Yeah. Like it's only for a brief moment though. Okay. Brief moment. Cause how I look at life, I'm like, man, I ain't about to not to sound like all oh, tough and shit, but like when my brother passed, it was just like, damn, I wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. Like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Bro gonna pull it through. Yeah. That's my shock there. But Do you think that was also a sense of denial? Mm, no, because he was still here. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? So like they in the hospital saying, okay, he's getting better. He's yeah. this and that. Like, when I'm initially seeing it, I'm like, no, nah, he's going to be cool. He's going to be cool. Okay. I'm still shocked, but I'm like, no, nah, he's going to be cool. He's going to be cool. Right. But then, once, once I did go through denial, looking back on it, I did. Because once I got there and he was gone, mm-hmm. I'm thinking they waiting to do the process. Mm. But when I got there, it was already done. The process was already over with. So I'm I'm sitting there. I'm just looking. And people in there, they just crying and everything. So I'm like, all right. So I asked my mom, like, hey, when they going to do the stuff? She was like, oh, he's gone. He, he been gone. Wow. And I'm like, what? I, t- I took like two seconds. And I'm like, so what am I here for then? I just left. Yeah. I just left. And and and, and in that moment, I was thinking, after looking at... um. Midnight Gospel mm-hmm. I was just like Damn I should have Sat there in that moment You know what I'm saying I should have I should have stayed there longer But Life We live and we learn We live and we learn Yeah Yeah Wow So do you think I know In the past When we've talked about this It's been a few weeks mm-hmm. um, There was those feelings Of anger Or not wanting To become angry Yeah So That would be The second Stage, stage anger which is like frustrated outpouring of bottled up emotions like yeah. um are you still battling with that from what you can tell there was a there's one of the avenger movies where they wanted the hawk to get angry that, that's what the running yes. theme of it was yeah all right buddy we need you to get angry and he that's didn't what, want to that's what iron man said yeah but once one instant like when he came back and someone asked him, like, hey, all right, we need you to get angry. He was like, 
that's the problem. I'm always angry. Mm-hmm. I just know how to control it. Mm-hmm. And then he turns into the hawk. Mm-hmm. So anger doesn't make him turn into the hawk. He had to become one with his anger. Right. To then channel the hawk. So that's where I'm at with anger. Okay. I'm always angry. Okay. I'm just controlling it. Mm. Yeah. That's I'm just pro- that's progress. Yeah, I'm just controlling it. That's for I that's I, for I can't wait to see what the therapist said about all of this. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm so happy we're talking about it yeah. right now. So then hell, she'll be able to correct us where we're wrong yeah. or then too. Because she correct me now. She's like, Ryan, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Then I'll be like, all right, see her, chill out. <laughs> yeah. No, that's real. Yeah, yeah. It's but necessary. I can't wait till she come on and she can like talk with us about it. Yay. Hey, Sierra. I never what know about her you? name. What about you? Oh, God. See, I ain't say Siri. I say Sierra. <laughs> All right. Um, what about you with the first two, three stages? Well, to be honest with you, I feel like I stay in shock mm-hmm. for a little bit, and that's when I sleep. Okay. Um, so any and everyone who has passed, be it my grandmother, my nieces, my aunt, um, even with your brother, mm-hmm. even um, any, usually any death, my grandfather, I sleep. Like yeah. I'm trying to go to an alternate reality. Like I'm just trying to get the hell out of this reality um, because I don't want to confront any of these feelings or emotions. Like um, I don't want to go through it. And then I think that's a lot of denial mm-hmm. too. It's just me not confronting what it is. Um and I'm always like, I'll be fine. I'll be okay. I'll be okay. I get angry. I don't stay at anger. I, I let anger pass through, to be honest with you, because I know that it's nothing that I can control. Mm-hmm. Um, I was angry about the babies, my nieces, because mm-hmm. I just couldn't comprehend yeah. why. You wasn't in the space to comprehend. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I think I still get stuck on that. I, I've said that before. I get stuck on that one a little bit. Um but yeah, I think I honestly I'm more I, I bargaining is okay. one, which is which is yeah, because I'm like bargaining is what comes after anger, and that's seeking in vain for a way out. So it's my way out. It's like um, mm. again, I'm gonna go to sleep. <laughs> that's that's gonna be my way out. I'm gonna um, I know I'm gonna be fine. So what do I do? I I play a drum to kind of avoid you know these feelings yeah or i'll try to um create a different reality for myself okay or convince myself that i'm okay like i'm okay i know i'm gonna be fine but um is my mom okay is my brother okay like how can i be there for all these other people who are going through this damn that's my bargaining too then (sighs) yeah i try i try to but it's not initial for me Initially, I feel like I'm extremely selfish when yeah. I lose someone. But then it gets to that point where it's like, okay, you're fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. And then it's just like, now go comfort these people. And then even, I don't, like, the next step will be depression. I try to avoid. You try to avoid being angry. I try to avoid being depressed. I don't, I don't, oh, I do go through depression. Depression is real. But my bargaining is, I self-medicate mm-hmm. then or before i self-medicate i make sure everyone is okay right i try to be there for people i try to like whoever it is if it's a media family mm-hmm. things that i can control i be there for mm-hmm. so with my brother my dad and my brother my dad and my grandmother um and even my grandfather um 
Like I was there for my mom. You know what I'm saying? I was there mm-hmm. for my brother's mom. I was there for my mom and her brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to be there to help because mm-hmm. I would rather, because my mom is the person that will like, she does everything that I do, but times 10. Right. So right. like even in moments like that, like I make sure my mom is okay. Like that's who I go to first. Mm-hmm. Like, mom, are you cool? Because I know she will take over shit. Like, oh for she sure, she set stuff up. She would, <laughs> she would call people. She would invite people to her crib. She'd clean up afterwards. She'd yeah. cook. She'd do all of this stuff. And it's just like, mom, I got you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like in moments like that, I'd be like, mom, I got you. Don't worry about it. What you need me to do? And I just go do it. I don't ask nobody to help. I don't do nothing. No, what you no, need you done? No, you don't. That's what you need so done, mom? Weird. I got it. It's not weird. I don't mean weird like that. But even being around you in those moments, you definitely started cleaning up. You started helping. And it was just like, do you need help with anything? Nope. I got it. I got it. And to hear you say that is because in your mind, you were being a help to her, to your mom. So you don't, you didn't need help. No, no, You was just making sure her job was. Yeah. Even if I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but even if I do need help, I will go get my nephews and my little cousins to teach them to be like, hey, when time in time of need, you need to be there for people. Mm. Especially need to be there for our black queens. Like That's we right. we need to help them out. Like even my nephew's open house, like my mom it was at her house and mm-hmm. setting up everything and we were breaking everything down. My nephew, which it was his open house, I'm like, Hey TJ, come on. We gotta go get this we gotta mm-hmm. tear this shit down. We gotta put this stuff back in the garage. We gotta mm-hmm. do this. Hey, man man, mm-hmm. hey, hey Dev, hey, hey Reese, Veil, like come on, we gotta do all of this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Question. Do you think with your mom um, and her age, her being older, do you think that's a reason why she's able to deal with um, tragedy the way that she does? I was talking to someone recently and she was explaining that um, a family member of hers may not have experienced as much death as she has. So how she responds to it is she's a lot calmer mm-hmm. and she's a lot more, um, well, how your like life goes on. You got to kind of go with the flow and um, keep it pushing where they are kind of caught up in what's happening and their feelings and their emotions and not really understanding which way to go Mm -hmm. they're younger than her and she's a little bit older do you think that age makes a difference in how you respond to death Mm, uh i don't think age plays a part in anything except for um legality so stuff as far as like pedophilia Mm -hmm. um and and stuff along those lines Mm -hmm. age don't play no number in wisdom time uh, well yeah time does but like I when I was in high school, people said I was wise beyond my years, right? Because of stuff that I was doing and listening to and, right. and just talking about. But age doesn't really come with that. I feel like personally, what I believe it is is the way you view life, okay, and the connection or relationship you have with that said person mm. that ultimately controls how you deal with death. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So like how I look at life, I can be cool with death but then i can be cool with death but i might take it a certain way Mm -hmm. but it doesn't have anything to do with my age it's just how i view life and how i view the connection i had with that person because a lot of people i have connections with that Mm -hmm. passed away but i didn't 
give the same reaction I gave when my brother passed or when right. my dad passed or right. my grandmother passed. I didn't give those reactions because I know the connection I had. Just because I knew a person, I'm not going to be posting that person all on social media. <laughs> right. Because I'm like, come on, man. I, I, I would feel fake. Mm -hmm. Like when Gerard passed, my cousin, mm -hmm. but I didn't post nothing on social media. Mm -hmm. I was close with his sister. Hey, Neek, I got you. Yeah. Talk to me. Hey, Davion, I got you. Talk to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm here for you. I'm not going to be posting, oh, man, I was with, no, I'm not right. going to do that. I, I, I would feel fake personally. You know what I'm saying? Respect. And I didn't cry when he passed. Not say I didn't love him. Not say I didn't fuck with him. Right. But I just didn't. I just didn't because I didn't have that intimate connection. Mm. Like remember when Drake said, "Okay, uh, people pop, die when Pac died. I probably will when Hov does. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. I might not cry when Pac died, but I know when Jay Z, if he die, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna cry. If he die, did y'all hear that? If you know what I'm saying? Because it, it will when he dies, I'm gonna cry. Damn. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> Me too. Me too. As much as I don't even try to act yeah. like that, I ain't, gonna, yeah. I ain't bigger than that. All right. Where are we at? Bargaining. We talked about bargaining. Okay. Seeking a vain way. Um, seeking in vain for a way out. So we hit that. Um, we kind of touched on depression a little bit, mm -hmm. but that's like the final realization of the, ine the inevitable. Yeah. So this has taken place. Um, and I'm having feelings. feelings about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sad. Um, I'm mad. I went through anger already. Yeah. I tried to escape this reality. But here is what it is. And now I'm just left with a big pile of feelings and a void. Of of a for real, a, a large void. Yeah. Um, I know for a lot of people it takes time. That may not happen for years. It may not happen until um, it's the anniversary of that person's death or yeah. that person's birthday or a large or big event in oh, your you life. Oh, you really need that person. Ooh. Man, I ain't going to tell you how many times where I thought I saw my father. And wow. people. And people, because I'm like, yo. And, and that's and how I look at him now. Like, in that moment, I was like, damn, like, that's Pops. Mm -hmm. Damn, like, that look like Pops. Or mm -hmm. that remind me of my Pops. But looking back on it now, it's like, I may have may have needed him in that moment, mm -hmm. and I didn't know, and he popped up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, just, I get like that with my grandma. Yeah, I still, I think I still deal with depression with her death because there, like I've said in the past, there's moments where I want to talk to her. Yeah, like I don't want anybody else. I just want my grandma. You know, I just want to hug her for her to give me a kiss. She always will kiss me right here, like on my neck, right behind my ear, yeah. when I will hug her. You know what I mean? Like yep. those sweet things and sitting down and talking with her and, and the advice that she would give about men. <laughs> when I tell you, like her and my grandfather in my lifetime were not together, but when he was going away, um, and I mean going away because he had dementia. So yeah. it was like he was slipping yeah. away. And he, where's Willie at? And my grandma, my mom would call my grandma and she would go and take care of this man. Really? After having been divorced. No, that's love though. You know what I mean? And she always had a lot of feedback um, and a lot of advice. She's one of the people, y'all don't judge my grandmother for this, but my cousins know it's true <laughs> that you always got to have a spare tire in the trunk just in case. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case your tire goes out. Yeah, no, um, You know what I mean? And, and it may seem shady. It may seem what it is. But that's that person who we could have those conversations with about men, about love, what that looks like. Um, 
her childhood she she had a pet pig and i have a, a, a undying love for animals and my mom's like well don't get any more animals until you get a farm but i want to talk to my grandma about these things yeah. i want to talk to my grandma about spirituality you know um i wish we could find a way to travel the universe we can multi-dimensional we can okay we can okay because i feel like even in lovecraft when she went to that other universe absolutely like i wish we could do that i wish we could do that i wish i can i have enough courage to do there you go (laughs) i'm like listen (laughs) no for real because like i really sometimes want to go and talk to like my dad that's on earth 246 you know what i'm saying yeah. Just to see, you know what I'm saying? Just to get some knowledge. And let me tell you something. We going we we to tap into that. <laughs> and we going to uh, make sure that you. Well, because here's the thing. In Christianity, they're always like, um, we shouldn't commune with the dead. Okay, yeah, but Christ. Well, he's alive. All right. Okay, yeah, but Christ. So, yeah. um, yes, why? Well, we can't we can't talk However, about people's religion because I'm not people talking are, about people's religion, but well, I'm talking about bringing it up because people are sensitive about their religion, and that's and that's okay. Yeah. But I do want it to be known that um, there are ways to travel between Works. spiritual yeah. dimensions in order to get the end result that you want. That's all I'm saying. I'm gonna do it one day. You are. I'm a and a lot of that is meditating. Um, start off practicing meditation and get comfortable there first. What, sitting with myself? Yeah. I do that sometimes. Yeah. I sit with myself sometimes. And trusting yourself in those moments. Yeah. Because sometimes it's scary. I remember my first time meditating. I'd sit there, eyes closed, trying to clear my mind. And I would get, I would have those feelings of nervousness yeah. where I'd get afraid. And I'm like, who's about to walk up on me? Who's about to walk up in my mm. house? Who's about to, I got a whole dog. He let me know. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. Um, nah, for real, because I'll be thinking that too. Like, yeah. I tried to meditate one time and I was just like, I can't sit here with my eyes closed because I'm afraid exactly. someone is going to come in. Mm-mm. You got to trust yourself and trust um, that, um, that you're safe in that in that element so then you'll begin to tap into um different spiritual realms if i say if i can say that um also the idea that people have of what it looks like to have your third eye opened or decalcified a lot of that comes through um meditation and things you read and really truly understanding and knowing Mm -hmm. what to tap into and what to listen to um and then to in your dreams like i say i try to go to sleep to escape this reality but have you ever had a dream that felt so real oh yeah you knew it was your real reality and then you woke up and you're like oh crap wait that didn't happen i had a dream where i got shot in my elbow mm-hmm. and i touched my elbow like i felt it in my sleep mm-hmm. like and i got shot like so i jumped in my sleep when i got shot and touched my elbow mm-hmm. like it felt real mm-hmm. it felt real yeah so that's real and and sometimes we can travel to different um spaces in time and mm, i want to go home and watch i'm about to go home and watch uh, any game again so because <laughs> i like how like even in dr strange like yes i like how they explain the universe like when they went back in time and, mm-hmm. and the lady from dr strange was in there explaining whatever that was mm-hmm. and i was like 
Oh wow! Like, yes, that's that could be religion. Yeah, that could be anything. Have you watched the Umbrella Academy? No, I haven't. Definitely want to watch that. Okay, I just watched um, Grand Grand Army. Okay, on Netflix. Okay, I liked it. Yeah, yeah, but we're not talking about that right now. No. The intro of the Ryan's Room, the lady that's talking. Ah, yes. The girl is actually listening to her podcast in that, or her mm. TED talks and stuff in that. Makes sense. And it blew my mind. I was like, whoa. You ain't even know. I didn't. Hello. Yeah, I didn't. Hello. So with depression, how does depression look for you? Uh, like I said, when I got depressed with my father, um, I just came home, didn't talk to nobody at yeah. work, didn't talk to nobody, um, didn't even pay attention to my kids. Uh, I made sure they had the essentials and everything like that. They were taken care of, but I just didn't right. show them what I needed to show them at the time. You know what I'm saying? I didn't show them attention. No, mm. I just fed them, clothed mm-hmm. them, um, took care, took care of everything, their necessities. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah. Wow. Went, went to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I just went to sleep. Didn't do nothing with my friends. Uh, at the time it was my girlfriend, mm-hmm. fiance. It was my mm-hmm. fiance at the time. Didn't do anything with her either. Wow. Just worked, came home, took care of the essentials. That's heavy. In a way, I kind of uh, wish I didn't do that because I kind of, I want to say I kind of took that or them for granted or um, I knew that she would t- t- take care of certain things, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You, know you knew that you didn't have to do it because someone else was there to make sure it happened. Of the situation that I was going through. Right. Because of the situation I was going right. through. So I kind of like, I, I don't like that part of it. Almost took advantage of. Yeah, it took advantage. I yeah. couldn't think of the word. I'm like, damn, I'm missing a word. But okay. yeah, it took advantage. I kind of took advantage of that moment, mm. and I hate that. That's looking back on it now. Yeah. But in that moment, I was just like, yeah. Have you forgiven yourself for that? For what? Because you said you hate that. It's almost like you sound disgusted. So I'm. Have I didn't, you forgiven I don't forgive myself for certain. For, I don't forgive myself at all for things. Maybe that's that's something that definitely can be looked into. Why um, should I forgive myself? Right, because in order to move on or to heal, sometimes we have to forgive ourselves for the things that we've done, acknowledging that it was wrong, acknowledging mm-hmm. that could have it could have been handled differently, but then too saying like I love me enough to, I I forgive you. Ryan, I forgive you. Donisha, I forgive you so that we can completely heal and move past it um, so that we don't said, stay there. With that being said, I don't, if I, if I do something to you and I feel bad about it, like in that moment, I recognize it. I'm going to forgive or not forgive. I'm going to apologize. Right. Um, if you do something to me, I kind of look at forgiveness and I kind of look at compliments in the same vein. Wow. I don't yeah, like I don't I don't like compliments. I don't like people to tell me they're sorry in a sense because okay. it's kind of like I don't like that attention. Mm-hmm. Cuz that's all att- mm-hmm. it looks like attention to me and I'm like I don't fine. need it or want it. Or even saying like if someone gives me a compliment, I think saying thank you is arrogant. Right? I really do. And then even when people say I'm sorry, I feel like saying you're uh sorry, I, I forgive you. I feel like that's saying or being arrogant. Completely understand the whole thing of like saying thank you because a lot of times people are like just say thank you and I'm like uh. yeah I'm like, I'm kind of conflicted with that so I don't I, that's how I look at compliments and forgiveness so. well you have to forgive yourself I think you should forgive yourself for some things I know but I no no I don't, I don't think about the action to forgive myself like 
you just saying that now, I've never thought about that until wow. I just said okay. it now. And then that's why I said I kind of hate it, but I don't sit around and think about it. Yeah. yeah. Not to sound arrogant, but I no, just don't it sit doesn't. around and think about it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. That's something that you should definitely look into, though. I'm a, that, I'm a, self, that self-forgiveness component of it. I'm going to talk to a therapist about self-forgiveness. Yeah, maybe maybe on next be. episode we can talk about that. With, um, well, I don't want people to get confused because she can't talk anything mental right. health. Right. Because she would have to charge. Right. But... But she can go through these steps with us. Yeah. And then maybe she could tell us what self-forgiveness looks like without mm-hmm. it being a mental health related yep. Yep. issue and or question pertaining yep. to you directly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So how does depression look for you? Everything just looks like a bunch of sleeping. Um, <laughs> that, that, that's how you deal with it. That's how that you deal is with it. how I deal with it. Um, sleeping into, like I said, I've started really being able to express my emotions through singing mm-hmm. and drumming and sound therapy and frequency. Sorry. No, um, a lot of the times when I get depressed, I cry. I've had to like come to the terms with the fact that it is okay to cry. Crying does not make you weak. It is a release of emotions, which in return will release endorphins from your body um that actually helps you feel better and will help you get it all out and just oof it feels so cozy and good which is why we sleep so good after Mm. a good cry Mm. um i hate certain certain things that my body does (laughs) i hate stress yeah i'm a hairy person right okay so i'm very clean Mm. i like to clean my body okay i take showers a lot Mm mm-hmm um, I shave hair off certain parts of my body because okay. I get hairy in places and my perspiration level is high. Right. <laughs> so I sweat a lot. Right. <laughs> I cut my underarm this is a hair. safe space. I don't care at this point. Yeah. I cut my underarm hair uh-huh. because I sweat a lot. Right. And I hate when I stress or I'm depressed, I sweat. And like if I get t-shirts, like I got a hella white t-shirts because mm-hmm. that shit turns yellow. Yes, it does. Sweat turns yellow under your arm. So it I does. throw shit away. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a true moment for me. That's okay. <laughs> moment that of truth. Shit. That's why I'm bald now. Your body excretes. <laughs> no, for real, but I hate that stress sweat, man. I swear I do. Juices that he does not like. Hey, no. Okay, this is the story I got. <laughs> Shout out to Cam. Shout out to Chuck. Okay. Shout out to Troy. Shout out to everybody that was in Miami, right? So, we down there for Troy Bachelor Party. We walk into a uh, live, I want to say, or mm-hmm. to one of one of them clubs. And Chuck was like, so he said something like, "Bro, slow down," or some. He said something, and he was like, "He said I don't know if he said something about my clothes or whatever, but it got to my sweat." And I was like, "Bro, you don't know my perspiration level." <laughs> <laughs> Cam, Cam. <laughs> Hey, hey, Cam turned around, <laughs> bust out laughing, said, bro, your perspiration level? <laughs> no, it really is funny. Cam, if you remember that story, bro, <laughs> let me know, bro, because we was walking and it was so funny. It was so funny. I don't know why I said perspiration level. Like, I just couldn't say, like, bro, you know how bad I sweat? Right. <laughs> no, that's like, um, baby mama, bitch, you don't know my life. No, <laughs> That's what it sound like. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, man. So I hate that. I said all that to say that I hate that stress sweat, man. And I sweat when I'm depressed tears. too. 
depression what about that the depression who tears like those stress tears like i learned how to cry Amen. I told you I learned how to cry. Amen. Like, I was about to cry a minute ago. I'm like, damn, there's some dust in here. Nah, ain't no dust, brother. <laughs> uh, we, listen, y'all, ain't no dust everywhere we go. Don't pull don't no, that. I learned, I learned how to cry <laughs> because I cry. Like, I want to be able to just cry. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. like, a lot of times I, I look at movies and television and I'm like, damn, how they just cry on the spot like mm-hmm. that? You know what I'm saying? Like, what do they be thinking about to cry? Yeah. So I just start, it's like, damn. I want to be able to cry in certain times, mm-hmm. but I don't want to be <laughs> ugly the cry. ugly cry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I learn how to cry. Huh? Without could you cry right now on the spot? If I thought thought about some things, yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't be like, <laughs> I won't be doing that. I'd be like, all right, man, yeah. You know what, what I'm saying? What was that? <laughs> you know how you suck up that cry? <laughs> That's why they be looking like kids. <laughs> and then when they like they hold it in they be like <laughs> I be like what when kids cry you can literally count down three yeah two one and what? then here comes again Yara Yara cry like I, I would pop her I'm like uh cause she did something mm-hmm. And then she'll cry for a second, and then she'll just go off and play and do some other shit. That baby's I saw, an OG. I sit there, I'm like, it didn't even hurt. Like, that baby's an OG. You just not, her feelings. You just want some attention right now. You hurt now. her feelings. Yeah, but then she'd be like, it hurt. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> Kiss it. She'd be like, yeah, it's better. I'd be like, oh, that's my baby. I love her to death. I love her. I love her, man. She be like, that. it that. hurt. Like anything she do, like she tripped and fell today. Uh-huh. And she like, that. it hurt. Her, her foot, it hurt. Can you kiss it? I said, oh. yeah, kiss. <laughs> and then she was like, it better. And then she ran away. I'm like, I could have kept my kiss. Nah, she needed that kiss. <laughs> it's, like, it's all psychological. She grabbed my lips today too. She was like, uh. And, then, and I'm like, oh, ah, shit. And then she like, it hurt. I said, yeah. She said, let me kiss it. I said, yeah. She said, it's better. I said, yeah, baby, it's better. <laughs> Talk about a sorry. <laughs> I be, listen, these stories that be true. so cute, though. Yara is a Sour Patch kid. But it's so cute. It is, but she, but, ooh. Yeah, that is She's cute. Jack-Jack. Okay. She's Jack-Jack. If people don't know who Jack-Jack is, go look at the Incredibles. <laughs> at least you're not going to have to worry about her. Yeah. In the grand scheme of life, she ooh, she punched so, me in my eye today too. She grabbed your lips. I need to call a doctor like, or somebody because she she, got, she been beating my ass lately. She, <laughs> and ain't shit you can do about it. <laughs> or she really like um punch me in my eye. I'm is like, that why it swollen a little bit? It is. I'm joking. Oh, I say whoa, because she really punched Jackie me in my joke. eye. Oh, I'm like damn. What girl, you do to her? Nothing. Hmm. Misplaced anger. Man, that's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. Oh shit. All right, where we at? So we talked a little bit about depression. Um, one of the seven stages um that well, one of the stages that were added is the whole testing. Mm-hmm. So seeking realistic solutions. Um solutions, do you think that's solutions. a stage? that you've dealt with and or have gone through trying to uh, seek out realistic solutions to whatever it is that you're going through no or how to deal with it i don't seek the solutions okay. solutions just happen okay 
But then when I'm explaining to other people, when they ask me, how do I get through certain things? Right. That's when the solutions come. Ah, that's when okay. I can be like, oh, that was a solution to that. That's how I got through. That's how you things. got through it. You know what I'm saying? So, no, nah, when when I when I go through different things like that, I just I don't know. I just do what I like to do. I know. I that's do right. things. I, I distract myself. Okay. And in that distraction, I find joy. Oh yes. And I try to do certain things. Yeah. I, I keep doing those things. Listen. Then I can be a testament to someone else. That's real. Mm-hmm. That's real. Mm-hmm. And so then that leads to acceptance. Mm-hmm. Once you, do you feel like in those moments of like clarity when you're like, oh, that was the solution? Yeah. Do you think you've already come to terms with and accepting the situation that life has brought? No, I already, I come to acceptance um, earlier in the stages. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my acceptance come when I see it. Yeah. Like I can know that, like I go through acceptance and denial. <clears throat> Simultaneously, like I say, I, I get through shock first. Okay. Then I well, I get my pre-shock. Then I go right. through shock, and then right. I go through denial, and then I right after that, I go through acceptance. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But after acceptance, I'd be like, okay, let me bargain. Let me let me cope with this. Mm, let me self medicate because mm-hmm. I got to get through this, and I got to do that and do that. Mm-hmm. And then um, well, I go through depression. So do my you ever feel come. like you are at peace though. When does that feeling come for you? Like that that part of acceptance, becoming like one with the situation, being at peace. Peace lies um, dormant in my body, in my mind. So was it heavy? Um, a little bit, but uh, you probably didn't even think of it in that way, and that's okay. No, I kinda did though, because it's like I'm at peace with it until I think about it. So am I at peace with it? No. Right. But yeah, I don't really think about it. But when I do think about it, like I say, when my dad died, I was thinking about it. But then, like, once I'm not thinking about it, certain things will remind me of him. And then it brings up, then that brings all the emotions up and stuff like that. But I know he's gone and I accept that. And I, I didn't question God about it anymore. So, so in a sense, you are at peace. Yeah. But those feelings are, I mean, f- the feelings aren't ever going to go away. No, they're not. You know what I mean? You're... You, it could be 30 years from now and you'll still be sad. That's your father. Yeah. That was, you know, someone who played an important role in your life. Um, but yeah, that is a little heavy to think like peace lies dormant in your body. You don't even recognize that there's peace there. Cause I'm always going through something different. 2020 has definitely been that year though. Yeah. But even in everyday life without 2020 and all this stuff happening, like mm-hmm. I'm always doing something, something like my mood. So sw- I have mood swings. Mm-hmm. I might be sad, mad, happy, mm-hmm. go lucky, whatever. Like, but it's something that always takes my, I ain't gonna say my peace away, but it kind of is though. Like disrupt your peace a little bit. Yeah, it does. It does. So, yeah. Wow. I feel like I'm always at peace. Yeah. And and it sounds crazy. I get upset. I get angry. I get mad. But it's, again, that feeling of, I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm here. <clears throat> um, I'm happy. People are like, how are you always so happy? Uh, understanding things are out of my control. Um, the serenity prayer has been, like, a big part of that for me. Yeah. So, really, truly understanding um, to accept the things that I cannot change and to change the things that I don't like, you know? Right, right. Um, and having to do something about it. If I'm feeling depressed or if I'm 
in a dark space, sometimes it is hard to get up and shake yourself out of it and do something that you love. But I do know that that's the only way I'm going to feel better. Yeah. And so then it's just like, okay, I'm okay again. I've, I found peace um, in singing and releasing those emotions. I found peace in going for a walk and walking my dog, you know. Um, for some people, they find peace in eating and drinking and smoking and these things that are unhealthy, um, which leads to other things down the road. Numbing pain is numbing joy. Hello. So there has to be an alternate to uh, just numbing pain. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm excited to to we, now that we've kind of talked about these stages to really get some insight from an actual um, mental health care provider yeah. on giving us more insight into these stages because I'm ready to get to what we do to find joy. Like I'm ready to yeah. dive into that. So nah, me too, dead ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's been real. It's been good. I'm so excited yeah. for this journey. Where's your where's your mental capacity at right now? Um right now I, I guess yeah I'm excited. Yeah. I'm looking forward to our next um pod and I'm looking forward to what the end of the season is going to look like mm. cuz we are getting very close. And I'm also excited about what next season will look like mm. and what that's going to bring because we will be having guests. Mm. Lots of guests next mm. season. In the subject matter, maybe a little hot. Hot. And steamy. <laughs> so, I'm excited. You are? I am. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Where's your mental capacity at today? Tonight? My capacity right now is, I'm cool. I'm chill. A little hungry. Yeah. This tea was good as hell. Uh, cheers. Oh, definitely go check out sippinlovetea.com. We are live and ready for action. We live? We live. You ain't said, I thought you. Listen, when I sent that link to you and told you I need feedback, mm-mm, it was, we was live. live. After that? Oh, we, we in there then. Sippinlovetea.com. Yes. So definitely go place your orders. Um, each order is made to order so give me some time to put y'all little blends together Mm. and allow spirit to be channeled so that y'all can fall in love with Mm. who you are Mm. y'all i got the tea tea. it was good yes was got you some honey Mm. got some ginger Okay. You know? Do your thing, sis. All up in that thing. Do your thing, sis. So, um, but when you click on each blend, you will be able to see the health benefits of that blend. Um, and stay tuned for more updates, changes, and different things like that. Uh, the packaging is brilliant, I feel like, and that's not to be arrogant. I just love the packaging. No, the packaging um, is but then too, um, there are some changes and little things that will that will be made, like the labels and just little minor things. But right now we are live, so yeah. um, I'm happy for you. Thank you. I'm excited. I'm I'm definitely excited going into these winter months, so that with COVID on the mm-hmm. rise, um, people can again fall in love with themselves, but also heal. And like you said, it's the mental health. Um, yeah part of it all because while you sitting there drinking on some tea that's gonna heal your inner inner beings it's also about love and falling in love with who you are Mm. and to whoever you may be sharing that tea with so yeah that's what's up yeah i'm excited i'm excited too 
I'm definitely excited. And as always, we all born hammers. Either we're going to build with our hammer or we're going to destroy with our hammer. What you going to do? You choose.